Ryan and Lotte are attempting to explore the deep, ominous cave we call the vagina and towering obelisk referred to as the penis, attempting to shine a combined light on the treasures that hide in the dark. They are talking about this just how they would talk if they were on their own. It's just another conversation on the phone. Let's get direct, vulnerable and very specific and graphic. We hope you enjoy listening to Spill Your Guests. I, I can't believe we haven't said our sentence so far, our motto. It's all about the It, angle. Yes. Oh, my goodness. How, how <laughs> couldn't we did that? <laughs> how could that we do is, that? That applies to so many areas of life. Eh? Everywhere. <laughs> like, we just say this the all the time. Just as a joke now. Because I think, yes, because I taught you how I like to have sex. And you're like, a lot of you can't have sex like that it's impossible <laughs> and like watch me <laughs> like that doesn't work that does not physically from my understanding work but okay yeah you were right and see how we have sex now like that and it's it's so much better so now you have to explain how that is i mean i don't think i invented something totally new but it's essentially a missionary position with the legs closed so Woman lying not all the way, back, not all the way. Almost completely closed, but they could be pretty much closed. And mm -hmm. I, it's probably even better if you have something like a belt that's uh, wrapped around the legs so they can't open much because I think women enjoy that sort of yeah. pressure. And uh, sometimes when the legs are l loose, um, it could be a distraction. But so if something is to keep the legs somewhat tight, uh, it might help. But also, yeah, that missionary where the man's legs are on the outside of the woman's legs rather than the woman's legs being spread and the man's legs being more narrow, which to me always felt kind of like an awkward position, to be honest. It Maybe just, just yeah. felt wrong. But when you expose me to this, I don't even know what name you'd give it. I'm sure people know what it is, but... I hadn't been exposed to it. And I was just like, wow, this is perfect. This feels so much more natural. And we end up going back to that so much more often. Because oh, it works so well. It, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, um, we're exploring all the other ones too. But for me, sometimes it can be hard um, if I can't really relax. So, um, or yeah, if... if For example, if I'm on top, sometimes it gets harder to relax myself to actually come or something. So, and this is perfect because I have my hands free. Usually, what I do, it's not because Rye is better what he's doing. It's just I always like to touch my clitoris and rub it while we're having sex because it just makes it so much better. And for some reason, well, sorry, this is it's not meant mean. It's just we do it like that because I do it sort of better. I think it's the angle from this angle. If I do it from the top, it's better than if you do it from from the bottom. So I would always wrap my clitoris and you would like do the rest and then, right? I mean, right. Yeah, because yeah, you, you know what feels right for you, of course. Yeah, if you do too much pressure, it can be really, it can sort of get my, me numb. But imagine and if one day, true. imagine if one day we reached a point where you had taught me exactly 
the techniques that you use on yourself through communication. That would be amazing, right? Because I thought that was the goal for for upcoming. Of course, <laughs> of course, that's what I would hope. Of course, like that's what I would hope to be doing. I wouldn't hope to be doing it too hard and removing, uh, like making it uh, the sensitivity wrong. Yeah. You know, like numb essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Too too hard, too much becomes much like more becomes less would you you know what i mean like no is it the other way around less becomes more it is the other way around it's both if if you do more and you do really hard and fast and you're just going crazy it becomes less i mean it it doesn't feel like anything good oh yes yes you're right but then if yeah. you do less slow if you do gentle and you're very careful and you're communicating it becomes more But then the issue is um, that then there's times where I'm like, Raya needed harder, way harder. And you're like, okay, you know, this is usually she wants it that way, then she wants it that way. Like women are so terrible. You never know where you are. And that's the thing. I don't know where I'm at. I'm just feeling what I need in that specific moment. But, But that might I be think... nice for a man too because there's this, this instinct to just jackhammer that is definitely in us. Yes, um, yes, but so I also mean like rubbing the jackhammer. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. But I think then the the important thing is just to communicate, just tell you right right now I need it that way. Or or if you say well I just need it this way right now for a little bit I'm like okay, I'm just, you know, it might not be the thing that gets me very close to an orgasm, but um I want that you feel really good too so it's just i think communication even during sex i think i think what i did too to you did to you too was that i just talked during sex so much yeah we discuss our upcoming um calendar activities yeah <laughs> <laughs> we get out the uh we get out the computer and start <laughs> filling Filling out our spreadsheets, spreadsheets calculating. The, no, we don't. We don't. But no, not too much. It's great. It's a It, lot, though. At first, I'm, and it's, it can I don't be shocking for talk. somebody, I'm sure. Yeah, just, it's not dirty talk. It's more like I'm just talking what my head tells me right now or thoughts, which are mostly related to sex, but not like not dirty talk. It's just, yeah, just things. So, out of all of this that you're talking about, I I don't think at this point you would define yourself as what we originally were talking about, which was the starfish syndrome, which is the woman who lies there like a starfish without moving. Mm -hmm. And you you wrote down starfish out of insecurity, and that's that's interesting because. Maybe it is insecurity that leads some women to be afraid to do anything but just sort of receive. And maybe it's out of fear um, of like that not not able to communicate, but you're you've changed, right? This is my point. Mm -hmm. Like but I want to hear from you. Like, do you think you've changed? Like uh what triggered you to change? Were you a starfish? Yes, 
Yes, I was a starfish for sure. Um, I don't even know how I got in there. Um, I didn't know that term for very long, for, for a long time. I think you brought that to me at some point. Um, I think it sort of came from my first relationship where um, my former partner was very demanding and he wanted to have a lot of sex and that was not what I needed at that time or wanted. So, and I, but I didn't know how to say no. I'm still sometimes in certain things have a problem with that, but that's, that's another thing. But, um, so I would, um, I would do it, but as, I guess I can almost call it revenge, not revenge, but payback, something like that. Something not that nice. I was like, okay, well then you do the work. And that's terrible. And I just got oh. the hang of that. So, um, and then and then I met you, and you just uh, treated me so nice. You did a lot of things for me, and you were, I mean, I guess you were a bit excited at first because um, we were new. I was, I guess, <laughs> should I say that? That sounds so terrible, but, like, kind of young, which was probably exciting for you, too. Like, there was a lot of things, so you were just happy being able to play around, and I just stayed in that role, sort of. I mean, I, I guess I was getting curious with you, too, but I wasn't super active. And then I even told you, I'm like, I don't have any idea how to... Um, oh, what's the word? Um, Like, tempt a man, tease a man? No, not tease, but, like, you know, the whole... Yeah. Yeah, like get Sorry. a man, yeah, to like, you know, sexy talk a man into. Uh, well, it doesn't feel uh, natural for you, right? But. Yeah, sexy talk a man that, into having sex and stuff. Everything we've been doing has felt pretty natural, right? Because we're communicating. So you, you, without even realizing it, you've already, you've done that multiple times to me. Yeah, and I mean. Uh, in we your own them. way, in your own way. Yeah, my own not very sexy way, very descriptive. No, hey. <laughs> I, but I find that super sexy. I mean, the, the the evidence for me with any woman is w whether or not I'm hard, because when I'm in my head and uncomfortable, if something's wrong, something's missing, I can't stay hard. So, mm. you know, the proof's in the pudding. It's, if, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. Germans... <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do Germans say? What's the German uh, equivalent of the proofs in the pudding? Um, I can't even think German right now. Don't don't get me right. don't get me out of my English thinking, okay? <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we did talk about that. You did mention when we had a couple of issues sex-wise and stuff, and you did mention that you thought it was sort of unfair because there was also an, an inequality about who started sex or that you would see I wanted sex, but I wouldn't start. I would sort of wait for you to engage because um, I, I always felt very insecure about whether you actually wanted to have sex with me right now. Yeah. I don't know. It's cool that I, we thought through it, that because I was guilty of just doing my old way of not really communicating much. 
And you probably also felt pushed away a bit too, right? Because I was constantly sort of backing off from the relationship and from you yes. and pushing yeah. you away. So naturally, sexually, it's going to it's gonna reflect in the bedroom for sure. Um, it reflects very strongly with us in the bedroom. There was uh, long times where we uh, had, had no sex at all because we, we had a lot of trouble. So we always see it and... It's true. I remember myself saying, I'm like, we're apart from each other pretty much more than we're together. If we're together and we're having no sex, that means what? We're going to go like an entire year without having sex for what purpose? What are we doing? Why are we torturing ourselves? So we, well, our relationship has certainly gone through phases like that. I think we're in a much better place now. Well, yeah, I, I hope so, too. We're also both very emotional. We're also kind of dramatic from time to time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> very <super> dramatic. <laughs> Are you more of a drama queen than I am? Oh, my God. We're not getting into drama queen mode with you. We should just record record when I'm doing that. And just so I could play it back and listen to how, how ridiculous I get. And just I drop no, everything you... I've learned. <laughs> Yes, you're being a human, and that's it's okay. We're we're working through that, you know. I'm we're both doing mistakes, and we're learning from it. Yeah, and I think it's um, important that we don't pretend like our sex life is perfect because we're talking about oh, all this stuff no. that might seem interesting. But there are times where there's frustration, or we just stop during sex, and we're like, "This isn't fucking working tonight." Or, or you know, this sounds like very versatile and very interesting. And, you know, then we're like, in, in reality, we're referring back to the same position as you just described. And we're like, fuck, you know, we always end up in the same. We, we want to do something different, but this feels good. But then it's getting boring. And how are we getting this more interesting? This is all the same. I mean, I always commented on Ryan's and Ben's podcast that I think it's not a good thing at all. Everything sounds perfect or, or good or like when he describes our relationship, like we would have everything figured out because it's not true at all. Um, but I think what we're doing is we're putting a lot of work in there and we're, we're trying to figure it out. But yeah, like and I said, in the, multiple, in the multiple partner relationships episode, I was saying that we go through iterations of our open relationship. And I think our sexual, our bedroom life, goes through iterations too and and i think just as long as it doesn't stagnate and and no longer progress yeah i think i think uh it's heading it's heading in a much better direction than it had in the past and i think what we both have to learn which you're sometimes also having a bit um of problems to accept is that progress and learning and iterations mostly have a lashback or a regression, like a little step back and then usually another step forward, which is hopefully bigger than the step back. But it's usually like that, that it has a lot of back progress in there too, which is natural. But as you are in this back progress, you're like, did we just drop everything we just learned? What is going on? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we should probably bring this, this is like 
couples therapy right now. We should probably bring it back a bit to sex. Um, Can we talk about boobies? Yes. So, so on the yeah, I'm I'm giving you on the spreadsheet if you see some 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 things we we're having there. Okay, boobs. So first of all, first of all, we both love boobs. Boobs are amazing, and I have boobs. We 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 love my boobs and I also like to to show them to Rai. But recently I have been a little bit insecure about them because they have changed a lot in the past. So I started off with I guess a, sort of a B cup. Um, um, then yeah, I don't know. So Rai always called them big big boobs because I guess from what he's seen they were bigger compared to what he have has with friends of mine they used to say oh you rather have normal to tiny boobs so I was confused um then because of some weight changes they got a little bit bigger um so I guess yeah I was definitely a C um now I'm I'm on a I'm a on a I'm doing a lot of workout and I've just watched my boobs disappear. So I, I hope I'm still at a B, sort of, a small B, which we can't really say right now because Rai hasn't seen them in, in, in real life for for a couple months. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say, because I looked at it, and I'm, I'm very insecure about them. But this is normal. People... Other people on this exercise group told me, yeah, they lost a cup due to exercise and that this is natural. But Rai's always told me that because I was getting really insecure. I'm like, but Rai likes big boobs and he always called mine big. So if they're small now, that's not going to be cool. Yeah, that's definitely something important to be able to communicate about because I also like small breasts even very small breasts. And I was surprised to learn that too. Um, and very large breasts are nice, but in some cases, I mean, it, it's it's uncomfortable for the woman and it's just like, it becomes too much for them. Mm-hmm. But I think I think the reality is that your boobs are, have always been your boobs. They, they do yeah. look different, but the female doctor, the gynecologist can probably explain it better um is that the breast tissue is the breast tissue the material that actually the ducts and everything is is all obviously still there it's just you know your fat percent your body fat percentage and your mus- musculature changes affect uh, can dramatically affect your breasts but they're still they're still your boobs and um but I could totally understand that if it was like my penis just started changing all of a sudden. Or I guess decreasing it's kinda, in size. I guess it's kind of like my glutes. Like after doing a lot of exercise, it's like at what point is it not even sexy to a woman because it's just like a, a rock. Like you're just grabbing like these, a rock, but like, you know, like when a man touches a woman's bum, typically they want this round, full sensation and like i barely have anything there now it's just these massive muscles and it's like 
is it too much? Should I stop? Should I stop my preferred exercise? Because I know it's healthier for me to be using the glutes when I walk and stuff, and it's better for my posture. But yeah, it's it's a whole thing about like being concerned about your body image, your body changing, and communicating with your partner about that, so that you don't just secretly have some kind of shame about it. Um, yeah, or then you start to actually turn the light off, or or don't want to have sex, or don't want to talk about it, because yeah, I mean. I guess it's nicer that you say you like my boobs, but you know you would also still love me if my boobs weren't perfect. Of course, I, I don't I have mean, a perfect body. When I met you the first night, remember how it was just surprise boobs? I thought I didn't even think I just didn't even know you had the you had those there. Like you were ignorant to you, them. Yeah, I was ignorant to the the breasts that just revealed themselves because you were so covered up because you were on a farm and you know you weren't it wasn't like I met you at a club or something that all of a sudden you just popped them out it's like wow like surprise so <laughs> yes true I, true I love your boobs and I know I'll love them just the same when you come and um like I said I like I, I realized Before you had this issue with your breasts, I had already realized, and I believe I told you, that I, I really enjoyed really small breasts as well. And I was surprised at myself for that, too. Because, yeah, I, yeah had, I had to find myself as, oh, yeah, just like big boobs. And that wasn't right. Yeah, from like from like porn or something as as reference, I think. Yeah. I know, but what I figured out, so the first time I touched boobs, I could understand Ryan a lot better because they're so incredible soft. They're, it's, it's crazy. I, I was just going like, down, I go, oh, the skin. Well, it's ridiculous, but it was just like the skin. And then the underboob part, um, where, where, you know, where you have a little bit of weight, where you just go under the boob and you lift it up a little bit and you have all this weight from from the boob and you just sort of like get it up and down you have to you don't see me right now but every time i'm describing something like that i'm actually showing it with my hands because i can't not use my hands while talking so <laughs> just imagine me weighing some boobs in my hands being all excited about the skin <laughs> how it feels and how it weighs and it's awesome <laughs> but yeah it, that was that was really crazy i think i just wanted to give some credit them. uh we already talked about yoni massage a little bit but i just wanted to give some credit to this video we found called touch of love mm. the, in, the intimate yoni lingam massage i think it was called but the yoni lingam just means penis and vagina basically yeah uh, It's just a translation, um, but from my understanding. But the that video has porn stars in it that are demonstrating the massage, and it's got someone describing what the techniques you should try to use, and it's really, I think, it's really well done because, and there there aren't that many informational videos out there. Obviously, there's porn everywhere. And I think videos with that kind of content are really valuable. And it 
it teaches you to slow down and try these techniques and also it's and you balanced. can look it's at it like it's yeah and you can look at it meanwhile right you always told me because because you really like because i didn't understand it you because you said you would like to have the video meanwhile and i'm like mm, okay but you were just following for the following exactly what they were doing and you know because then you wouldn't have to figure out oh where should i start where do i have to progress you would just follow the video and it would also you know i think it starts with i think her or him or whatever and then it switches after 20 minutes ish and it just gives you exactly what you need it's really it's really good yeah i think it's also that, that nice because cool. you can watch the video if if you if you're the visual type and you get turned on by watching porn while having sex or something like that i think men are more geared towards that a little more than women then that video is also pornographic uh, it's it's not offensively pornographic and i think it it works for women as well it's not insulting um and the whole concept of the video is to have equal pleasure on both sides and and um and patience and slow down and start with uh, just a massage as if it was just going to be a massage and get out of your head get to that comfortable spot where you don't have to worry about getting hard or getting wet you can even be sort of soft like as you that's what you usually are right yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. not it doesn't mean i'm not enjoying it it's just because it's a whole different type of massage and yeah when you get to a point where you want to have sex of course you can get hard again but you don't have to worry about being hard or soft because it's not about that at all and mm -hmm. it creates a much deeper connection i feel it it, it created a deeper connection between us while we were doing it for me um, and then you're not just thinking about the orgasm and it typically just comes and it's it's a pretty incredible I and mean, there's even sometimes like it can be emotional releases and it's an interesting world to explore and i didn't know anything about that that it even existed and I'm but just you glad, found it glad we started exploring that together mm -hmm. and yeah as you said yourself you know you were a vanilla starfish as and that is I think anybody who is even in a vanilla starfish stage can get to, you know, get much further with sex if they're exploring it with the right partner and it's safe and it's it's not unhealthy and it's it's not just one-sided. I hopefully again back to the yeah. ignorance episode. Who knows? We're hoping. We're hoping we're doing it right and stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's really good things. But I think, um, so I have like these three things on the list here. Again, I just um, want to come to them because I don't want to forget about them. And then we can sort of wander off again. But I mean, this is not all about sex. I think we could also start really small with the kiss because that was really interesting too. See, sometimes we're not sure if it's due to our... Um, cultural differences or i don't know pff, age uh, sex education sex socialization 
I don't know what else fancy words to throw in there. But mm. so <laughs> when when we sort of met, we had a lot. We cuddled a long time. We I think we yeah we just talked and cuddled for a very long time. And I think then you want to just kind of say good night and just give me a a kiss to to say good night and see every I it's like this this sweet little kiss but for me if I kiss somebody I would always use my tongue that, that was just natural for me. for me a kiss on the lips without tongue was kind of weird because I mean there's a tongue there's a lot of pleasure to come out of the tongue and to explore that so um so he would give me that kiss and I'm like okay I'm just gonna kiss him back you know he's gonna go to bed and then I just can I say that without being rude but just sort of French to you that's not rude. I mean, we call it a French kiss. Yeah, but maybe right. that's so, what it is. Like a Canadian kiss has no tongue, and then a European kiss is just like freaking you're choking on a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I put my tongue in there. I mean, for you, that was definitely very sexual, and it led to more. But, um, yeah. I mean, I also think you have to communicate a lot about that because. S- so I was, I found it weird that Rai would kiss without tongue and you did that a long time to me and I'm, and I always felt weird. I felt like you didn't want to kiss me properly. So we communicated about that. Whereas you said, I don't like it if you just sort of dash your tongue towards my mouth. Cause what I'd only realized later, if you point your tongue super pointy, <laughs> if you make it super pointy, it gets hard and it gets kind of uncomfortable if somebody just points your tongue in your mouth so yeah we just had to had to talk about these things even even with little things yeah yeah, yeah the, key, or, the whole the whole basis of the conversation the key i think is the communication no matter what it and is. the angle and the angle but definitely the communication <laughs> and if you don't start from a point where you're comfortable being able to communicate then um, you'll end up like uh, we've ended up in in the beginning, and you just come you come to to conclusions about things, and that there's where the ignorance comes into play. And then if you express humility, sometimes you have to be the one who starts, and then the other person that'll open them up. Sometimes yeah, they and have to start. And be even yeah, and it might be a bit more uncomfortable while you do it because it, yeah, it might be weird or or you feel very yeah vulnerable with it. But I mean, essentially, if you communicate those things, it's just gonna improve your sex, your relationship. Um, just, just you can just yeah improve anything. And I mean that sort of leads to um the odor as well because you know you you teased this like half an hour ago or whatever (laughs) that we wanted to talk about odor and i mean there's a lot of odor there's body odor in general there's odor coming from the vagina from the penis from oh you're talking about the kefir shoving kefir in your jj experience that's too yeah (laughs) or or even or even bad breath because we have that problem too and i'm very insecure about yeah, or if you or tell I, me I have bad breath, it's not a big deal. It it helps me be aware of that. Yeah, yeah. 
or you know you're always really weird because because i i don't know especially if i eat very unhealthy you you um you smell it under my armpits and one thing i was always finding very weird about rye but i also love is that he would just come up to me lift up my armpits and smell and i'm like you're so weird <laughs> <laughs> he's just i love it i'm like what the hell well, <laughs> this dude is weird <laughs> Not necessarily just like the junk food armpits stink, but just the, you know, whatever else is in there, the pheromones and there's something, something. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, heard that. There's science to it for sure. I don't know the science, but your your body odor does not bother me for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I do get something which is very annoying. It's It's not bad or anything but it's it's called tonsil stones oh well that's that's different that's imbalance okay but let's let's talk about the yeast infection experience just yes because i mentioned it Mm -hmm. so you had never had a yeast infection before and then no in like 22 years 20 22 years i never had a yeast infection in my life I mean, I did have like a scratchy vagina because I like to eat too much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, uh, yeah, th- that's not cool. Or, or, or I would have a little bit. See, that's the other thing. Woman, there's this, this wetness. There's stuff coming out, like little liquid stuff, and it would be like white, or it can vary. It could could be a bit yellowish. It could be a bit greenish brownish whatever and that's not nothing to do with the period it's just it's just in your underwear and it's sort of healthy or natural that the vagina um has a little bit of that and it's yeah it just happens i mean a vagina is very wet very yeah there's a lot of things going on there so but i mean a yeast infection is not natural so i had um i had a cut which had to be sewed and I got some um, antibiotics, uh, some strong ones, some Greek ones. And um, three days afterwards, something like that, I had my first yeast infection. Ha! It that was, was like fun. A big, big time yeast infection. Oh boy, it was everything was white. And um, it also wasn't very nice. It didn't feel good. It was. Was it dry? I can't even remember because I was still shocked from, was. from the stitching. It was dry. Yeah, it right? was really, really bad. I dry think. And, and white and whatever. So we tried to, I think I put, <laughs> you have some amazing pictures from that. But So I went in the, into the ocean and I just rinsed it with some ocean water to sort of disinfect it and we're hoping that it would work. And to put some more healthy bacteria in there. We were we were thinking, oh well, why don't we just shove kefir grains? In? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, not the grains, but the the kefir itself. So. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I mean, who knows if that's a good idea? But it, it was just so bad that <laughs> it was just like probiotics. Uh, there's kefir here because. <laughs> yeah. It was a coincidence yeah. we had because I used to just travel and always have kefir on hand, uh, milk kefir. So, I mean, that's bacteria and yeast. And uh, 
it's I don't know if it's pH wise if it's in in it I don't know if it's good but all I know is that it seemed like it was better than what was already going on for you and um, yeah it was just something we tried on top of the uh, going to the pharmacy and getting probiotics I guess yeah but I think if, uh, no I think it was some some sort of cream or something I actually got oh, it the and, the cream, and yeah. I think that did the trick that got it sure. away but yeah I don't think the keeper just... really did anything but it was just possibly <laughs> not <laughs> but it was, like, it was just funny it can't get any fucking worse <laughs> no seriously and but we just want to share that it's not natural to get yeast infections all the time um it's an imbalance from your body and it's it can be just because you have a weak immune system or something is off balance it can well, be probably due to a diet, diet right? Yeah, and with me, the 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 um, antibiotics just killed all the bacteria, whether they were good or not. And the the vagina has a flora, um, a vagina flora, and it has a certain pH balance. And if that gets put off, then welcome yeah, to the yeasty world. I hope that a gynecologist could could explain that. And um, yeah, we're not doctors. At least, at least give it a give a strategy for understanding why it's happening because yeah it originally i used to think that because women had just told me oh yeah i just uh, get yeast infection like you know once a month and it's like what (laughs) now i'm looking at it i'm like no that's absolutely not a normal thing it shouldn't be a normal thing at least hopefully yeah Uh, yeah and, or it's uh, also not normal that it gets scratchy all the time that I can really feel now that it's due to sugar. But that might um, also be part of people's uh, insecurity, being uncomfortable talking about sex and things like that. And like, it's definitely not something you want to talk about. But there's ads on TV all the time, Monistat 3, whatever, you know, the yeast infection stuff and just showing women as if they're going about their day yeah i got my normal yeast infection just like i got my period and Mm. i don't think there's a correlation i don't think it's a monthly yeast infection cycle (laughs) i don't think it's i'm lucky because i don't have to deal with it but um, if i were a woman i would probably be trying to figure out strategies to um, limit the number of yeast infections but yeah that was like that was just out of the blue. We were just like, you were just like, what the fuck's going on with my vagina? <laughs> it's like, ah. Yeah, because I, I didn't even know. It. It's something I never experienced. And because I hadn't experienced it, I mean, I heard about it, but I was ignorant to the fact how it was or, yeah, because I, I never had it. But yeah, um, well, we we communicated and we experienced quite a lot of these things so far 